earlier I saw this tweet that was like, uh, you will love us or like, moving. Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Jocelyn Fox. Yeah. Um, God help her. I, did you see that tweet that I, or I think I read this to you earlier, that one, <laughs> that tweet that was like, me after getting into a car crash this morning. Oh my God, this oh, is yeah. like that one Charlie XCX song with Iconopop. <laughs> um, good Ones is so good. Yeah, I like Good Ones. I like, um, is that the only thing that's been released from this? album yeah yeah she's put out i mean it like leaked it leaked like the album leaked the whole album? no 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 just just good oh, ones, good good ones, ones had leaked but i didn't i mean i didn't i try not to participate in the in the leak culture um because like that was not everywhere like if you wanted to find it you had to like go look for it and mm. i don't want to participate in that because of xcx world obviously is like one of the biggest travesties of our time. Yeah. It's like, it's like, um, the Iraq war and then the XCX world leaking. Those are like two of the worst things that have happened in our lifetime. Which if you guys don't know about the XCX world leak, like Charlie XCX was working on this album with Sophie and A.G. Cook, like, post Vroom Vroom, like, um, the, uh, what was that? What was that EP called? Was it, was it, was it called Vroom Vroom? The what? No, the EP was called, oh God. Well, there's a little snippet of it. Hopefully we don't get copyright infringed. It was, it was the Vroom Vroom EP. Oh, I thought it was called like. Uh, they worked Great on like um, the Vroom Vroom EP, which was supposed to be like a little sn- like preview of what taste. CX World was gonna be like, and then fucking crazy Charlie XCX fans like got on to um, got onto Charlie's uh, Google Drive and leaked the whole fucking album, which is which is amazing. You can find it online on like YouTube and SoundCloud and shit, and it's really fucking good. So like, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. Is, is is this show being, um, are we doing, are we posting this to SoundCloud? Um, it hasn't been posted yet. We probably we should. We probably should. Yeah, let's do that. We can make that account. Put that, that on the list. Um, but yeah, so, good ones, music videos out. She looks great. Very 90s looking in the music video, like big hair, like, I don't know, like the, the sound of the track is very 80s. Yeah, like with the synths. I, well, the music video is reminds me a lot of Helena by My Chemical Romance. Yeah. For Real Heads. Um, if you haven't seen that video, watch it and then watch the Good Ones video. And there's a lot of um, similarities. Yeah. Well, like, okay, so like the color palette, mm-hmm. obviously. The, um, the like... The coffin, the death, all the death. The dancing the at, dancing at, at the, the funeral. like funeral mm-hmm. ceremony. The carrying the the ballers oh, yeah, coming out. God. She looks so hot in yeah. this music video. She's pro- yeah, she probably looks the hottest that she's ever done, ever looked. Which not from like not trying to like she you know what I mean like I feel like in the past she is she has like put on looks trying to be sexy before well, not that she wasn't sexy she just looks so hot. She looks very good in this video. Um, but yeah, 
so there's that um there's also like she uh recently released that um that song with Saweetie uh it's like Joel it's like a Joel Corey track with like Jax Jones and Charlie XCX and Saweetie called Out Out um, oh yeah yeah that's really good is that just like a standalone yeah that's release, just like a like, like a, a random like yeah like just like a, a thing that she was on recently um and I really like that song going out out fucking night it's good um anyway uh yeah and then obviously she's on uh the Chromatica Dawn, remix Dawn of Chromatica on the 911 uh oh. remix which which was with AG Cook which was fucking killer yeah that one was good that was there was a lot of there's a lot of tracks that god I don't have anything silenced today hold on there was a lot of uh uh, hit or misses on that album for me. Like I really liked um, Ashniko's Plastic Doll. That's mix. like one of the best. Um, for me. Dorian Electra's. Uh, what? Did, which one did she do? Replay. Yeah, that one's good. Um, the Sour Candy remix with Shy Girl. Yes, that one's um, good too. I don't know this other artist that's on this. Mira Miramasa. Yeah. I don't know. Who are you, bitch? The um, the Chester Lockhart uh, sign from above with um, Lil Texas and Mood Killer. Like, I really, 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 really fucking love the like super like hardcore like Lil Texas part at the end of this track. But I wish that the rest of the track would have been yeah like that. it was sort of lackluster right up until the end there well i mean i don't think i don't think i think they could have made that track more um what's the word i'm looking for like i i wouldn't want it wouldn't have wanted it to go to that be at that level like from start to finish but they could have gradually built up to that instead of just having this like me 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 and then all of a sudden ah yeah i um I don't know. I like the track. I just, I wish it was more of what was the it's end. Not, uh, should we tear down the people who made terrible tracks on the south? Fuck it. Um, okay, like, first of all, um, Pablo Vitar. Come on, girl. Fun tonight. Like, what kind of door? You know what? I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna not. I'm gonna not. I didn't enjoy it. It was not... Better luck next time. It was time. not the tea for me. Um, also, uh, I haven't heard anybody really talk about what Arca did to um, the fucking rain on Yeah, I mean, she right? got, like, one of probably, arguably the most important tracks on that album. And yeah. it was kind of just like... I don't know. And I love Arca. Right. Like, I yeah. love Arca. I don't... Um, um, yeah, it just like it wasn't like offensive, like say the Pablo Vitar track, but um, <laughs> it was it was kind of just like hmm. it was totally, totally fine. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop for a second and go get some water. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Tucker Wild. And I'm Jack Beam. You always say that exactly the same way. Do you notice that? No. You're always like, hey, I'm uh, Tucker Wild. No. <laughs> I think, I mean, it's cute. It works it's for you. It's my sign on. <laughs> There's your sign on bonus, boys. Yeah, we need to develop some kind of. Apparently, mine's developed. You you're, develop I mean, you, I, okay, I need to develop something. Yeah. Um, maybe Hi. I'll work on that. Uh, I'm Tucker Wild. I, uh, what's up, fags? <laughs> what's up, nerds? But yeah, um, Chromatica remix. Uh, I like, I, I, it would, this was like a fun, like fun little remix thing. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Chromatica was like a huge part of our summer last summer. Um, we were, we were, yeah, we were, we were hanging out with some really good friends, like spent spent a good time, a good amount of time with our friends, uh, Jason and Jeremy, and hanging out with them. Bleep and, and blop. Bleep and bloop. I mean, it's not like we're like, here's their social security numbers. <laughs> Maybe we should ask them for their social. Um, but yeah, we, I mean, that's, that's what I think of when I hear this, this album, so... I don't know. It's it was nice to like revisit that, especially like considering it's been like a, a pretty big pandemic musical staple. Yeah, it's definitely well. It it very deftly captures the moment because encapsulates. It's, yeah, it's it's sad dance music. Yeah. It captures our moment, <laughs> like. <laughs> I guess um, if you don't like gay dance music, you probably don't like Chromatica, and I hate that for you. <laughs> but I love it for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, like this is uh, obviously we've been talking about music. This now is going to be a music-heavy podcast. So mm -hmm. if you hate music, uh, I don't know. Skip to like the halfway point, maybe. We have. A, I mean, we have. There's we other have stuff. Known. There's other stuff on the docket, but we are gonna talk about music, and you're gonna fucking sit here and listen to it, <laughs> little bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah. So like up, like coming up, we have uh, uh, like something you may not know about us, unless you are like really combing our social media. We fucking love 100 Gex. Yeah, we're big hyper pop stands big time that's like the majority of what we listen to i listen to a lot of um like 2000s country music also um we've been bopping to this this artist this uh tiktok teen as it were yeah his name's kid g um shout out shout out kid g we're bopping to your your fucking emo hip-hop country music that's yeah. that's a big vibe for us. Love it. Um, but yeah, 100 Gex is releasing a new album soon. We don't know when yet, right? Right. Well, Could like be any day now. <laughs> according to the the Pitchfork <clears throat> article that we're about to get into, they've been missing a lot of their like album deadlines. Like they, it, sh it probably should have been released by now. 
And uh, yeah, so like in 2017, they released a self-titled EP, EP I, I guess. Because um, it's only six songs. Called 100 Gex. And then um, in, what was that? 2019. Yeah. They tw- released 1000 Gex, which is sort of their debut album. album. Yeah, I would say that's an album because it's like 10 songs, even though it's less than 30 minutes long. Yeah. And then, um, so recently they posted some tour dates for uh, the, for a tour called 10,000 Gex. So like... Yeah. Like, before this Pitchfork article came out, we were like, they're releasing new music, this is going to be the name of the new album, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Yeah, and they posted about it on Instagram, like, a couple days ago, too, that that was what the album was going to be called, so I'm assuming it's going to drop pretty soon, because the tour dates start, what, next month? Yes. Pretty soon. Um, did you see the, like, tentative album cover? No, did you show it to me? Yeah, well, it's the thing where they're like with their shirts oh, over it's their the, heads. Yeah, it's the uh, yeah where they got the tattoos. It's like, yeah, like <laughs> like Laura has these like um, it, this duo's uh, like one hundred X is uh, comprised of uh, Laura Less, who is like just a dope ass bitch uh, trans artist. Uh, had she has um, released music under Osno One. Yeah, I think that's right. And then um, the other the other half of the duo is Dylan Brady, who she has... also has she also has that uh, song that that came out recently that's just her. It's just like Laura Less, like as that artist. Oh Spotify. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they, <laughs> I can't think of the name right now, but um, and and then the other part is uh, Dylan Brady, who. Uh, had had released a lot of music um that was very like Kanye West kind of inspired prior to the drop of this. Yeah. Um, yeah, sort of like, sort of in that. Well, it was like My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was a lot of it, like 808s and Heartbreaks and then like eventually like it started getting into some Yeezus territory, right. which I think is really what sort got of, them yeah, uses is kind of proto hyper pop, I would say. Well, um, yeah, uh, like Arca, who uh, we just mentioned on, uh, was was all over the. Yeah, a, a huge reason why I was excited about the Chromatica remix album is because there were a lot of hyper pop hands touching it. Right, like Dorian Electra, Yashniko, yeah. I would say. Is. Yeah. Hyperpop, or at least hyperpop adjacent. Arca, Arca, Arca is, sure. is and Arca, Arca is like a like a huge um, pioneer for everything that's happening in EDM generally right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, Arca was on Arca produced on Jesus, um, and Arca is very like also in the same kind of wheelhouse as. Uh, as as Gex is so you you have this like this build up of like um kind of what was happening in the in the um EDM hip hop pop worlds uh coming together and then like uh I would say Gex is is like um besides maybe Charlie XCX like the most high profile um release that is like solely hyper pop uh yeah out, like, out of out of everything that they're just that they're just a hyperpop act. Well, yeah, because they're sort of, um, 
as as Pitchfork describes them, the front runners of hyperpop because like One Thousand Gex is sort of um, I don't know like like uh, like uh, what what would you call that a benchmark or or like a sort of sort of like what is what is the word that I'm thinking of? It's like the the point to say it's it's like if uh, like a touchstone pic- yeah like a touchstone like the in the dictionary next to hyperpop there would be a picture of. 1,000 Gags, the album. Um, I'm very intrigued to see <clears throat> what they do after right. this. Like, what, because, is, what, is, what, are, what, are, what is the next thing? You had some excerpts that you wanted to read from this. Yeah, I've kind of just been skimming this. Um, but I think... Uh, I'll, I'll just read this part. There's a really funny, like, back and forth between them in this article. Yeah, I, yeah, um, I read that too. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if that would be interesting to read but i mean you've mentioned it so we could uh... okay it kind of gives a little bit of a flavor they're so weird um oh let, do you want let's do like a back let's do like a you read one part and i'll read the other part. are we doing that right now yeah okay <laughs> like like a play okay i'm gonna be okay. Dylan or laura i don't care do you, you'd want to be laura probably right? i don't care i don't care either um Okay, so uh, going into this, they're so, they're they're discussing like the problematic nature of Santa Claus in the era of COVID nineteen. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Laura, and you can be Dylan. Okay. <laughs> I can't think of any person that would be a better super spreader. His whole life has been leading up to this one awful moment. That'd be a good Christmas movie. Santa planted the seeds of COVID. True. Big Santa is running the world. I love calling anything big something. Big EDM is ruining the music industry. It's us. We're the EDM. Remember when U2 put that fucking album on everyone's phone? Why did they do that? Super taboo. They're like, we sold so many albums. Most albums ever sold. I think Big U2 is running is running the music industry. How else are they getting nominated for the Grammys? Same with Beck. The Grammys were like, actually, we all voted on this, and we think Beck is better than Beyonce. Which Taylor Swift album was uh, was it that beat Beyonce? And at this point, the Pitchfork interviewer <laughs> puts it up that says, Trying to find a way into the conversation, I mistakenly suggest that it was red when it was, in fact, fearless. I remember I, remember I was working at Papa John's when red came out, and we had our album cover on the pizza boxes, and we were selling the CD in the store, and I was like, uh, nobody's going to fucking buy red at Papa John's, but I sold red to somebody. <laughs> yeah, I love them. They're yeah. super weird and cool. Yeah, fun fact, um, they're actually originally from St. Louis, which is where we used to live. Yeah. We talked a little bit about that in the last podcast. Yeah. They're from the state I'm from, and that's interesting to me. I'm not from there, but I lived there for a long time. You lived there for a long time. Um, He's basically from there. We got to see them in at their first hometown show yeah, after they first blew up. Yeah, first show um, in 2019, like right before the pandemic hit. It was right before Christmas. That was incredible. Yeah, loved that. Uh, we were rolling ass. We had taken a substantial amount of MDMA <laughs> for that show. And at one point, we were uh, probably standing about 40 feet away from Laura. And uh, we were right there, and we could have gone up and said hello, but we were rolling too hard, and I was like, she's going to think we're fucking crazy <laughs> people if we go up and talk to her right now. So we did not, and then we just rolled, and we enjoyed the show, and got to hang out with some of our uh, cool St. Louis friends, and 
Yeah, it was a good show. Do you remember that girl that was like um, trying to talk to us about our yes, about our outfits because we were wearing these like mesh. Um, they they were like sort of highlighter yellow, like safety yellow neon. mesh neon. Um, uh, like tank tops, but they had hoods on they them. They were sleeveless. They're, yeah, they were like a sleeveless. Like but they had, off. yeah, they were like, but they they were mesh, and then they had hoods. Yes. Um, we found them at Macy's actually yeah, on the in, the clearance at Macy's. Who knew? But yeah, this girl came up and she was like, "Are you guys?" Very clearly, uh, she appeared to be straight. We'll say that. <sighs> um, but uh, she like came up and was like, "Are you guys?" construction workers and we were like what the yeah, fuck like, are you talking if about she, if she was trying to like be funny or make a joke it did not come off that way it, it come off it come off it came off Ooh, like off. it was like it was uh earnest and we were like no we're gay <laughs> <laughs> no this is just we put this outfit together honey um, um so yeah like um they they had released a they released a remix album. I can't remember. I think it was at the end of last year. Um, no, but it was it was the year. I think it was in the summer. I don't know. Anyway, they released a, a remix album. They had I mean like Rigo Nasty was on it. Charlie XCX was on the uh, ringtone remix, uh, which was fucking awesome. Um, Fallout Boy did a remix of uh, Hand Crushed by a Mallet. Pete Wentz worked on it. Um, Pete Wentz is actually in this Pitchfork article uh, talking about them. And uh, he says, <clears throat> fuck, I just lost my place too. One sec. He says, uh, it's like when you tried to download and print a picture on your parents' computer and it ends up pixelated with numbers instead of an image um, ahead of its time. Uh, there, there wasn't space, but they created the space. They were the first version of themselves. And like, that's, I mean, that's really how, I mean, that's how I felt about them from the moment that I heard their music. Yeah. It's this interesting, like, I don't know, like, like, um, I feel like it took me a few listens to really, I don't know, understand it and, um, sort of doing more research into it and, and. Under, realizing that they weren't like joking like they, they're it's not like the music isn't a joke if that makes sense yeah like it's it's um it's fun it's fun it's, but it's not making fun right yeah and it's uh like it doesn't take itself seriously and i think there's a difference between not taking yourself too seriously and like making music as a joke because I don't think they're making music as a joke. Right. Like, there are a lot of people that have been like, oh, like, I have never enjoyed their music, ironically. Yeah. I've always, always unironically really enjoyed their enjoyed stuff. Enjoyed it, yeah. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to that. Really looking forward to seeing them again. Uh, obviously, we'll talk to you guys about it when we do. Um, yeah. But yeah, what else? Um, uh, I guess Lil Nas X is pregnant. Yeah. Did we talk about this already? I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't think that we did. I don't remember. Um, but, yeah, his album's coming out soon. Um, yeah. Well, Call Me By Your Name is so good. 
Industry Baby is really good. The music video for Industry Baby is so fucking good. Both of those, both of those music videos are like on point. Obviously, Call Me by Your Name is like creating or created more of a of a stir than Industry Baby did because of the whole devil lap dance thing, which Christians are. I'm sure there was backlash for Industry Baby because it was very gay. Right, but it wasn't like but not so. They pro- it probably wasn't on Fox News, right. you know. I'm sure that they. It was. That. It was like a huge talking point for people for a minute there, but yeah, um, really looking forward to that album. Um, yeah, there's sure obviously like a bunch of shit coming up about like what what was that tweet that you were reading the other that was just like how am I ex- how am I supposed to explain yeah. this to my child? Some actor I forget his name. He was on the Chappelle show, or he's like a comedian slash actor. Um, that, uh, he, yeah, he said he was, like, freaking out about it. He, he posted one of the, um, images of Lil Nas X looking pregnant on his Instagram. He posted, he shared it, and then was being outraged about it, and, uh, asked how he would explain it to his kids, and, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Stupid. Well, it's just like... It's like, okay, hi, old... Yeah, it's, it's like, who cares, uh, who cares, if you don't like the, if, uh, the, sweetie, if you don't like the picture, I put that X in the upper right. Right, well, there. you're like boosting a profile. You're boosting it, you're saying, hey, all of my followers, look at this thing that made me so mad. Oh, God. Oh, I'm so mad. Performative outrage from an irrelevant whoever. Well, like, just, like, a total lack of, like, awareness of, like, how the internet works. Like, you're exposing people to this by using your platform to, like, signal boost it. Well, and people just like to get mad on social media. That's, I mean, especially, like, somebody that's old, like, loves to hop on whatever they're on. And usually Facebook, but in this case Instagram, and just be like, fucking hate this man. I love Lil Nas X. Yeah, I love him. Well, like, pop music and, like, hip-hop music needed, like, no faggot is doing it like this faggot is. No, like, Troy Sivan who? I don't even care about Troy Sivan. Yeah, (laughs) well, oh my god, the fucking industry baby video where, like, they're all dancing in the shower, Mm -hmm. and he has, like, they're wearing the pink, like, prison jumpers, and the two guys are, like, walking down the, like, hallway with him, holding on to his pockets. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, chef's kiss. So good. Love so it. gay. So hot. Um, yeah. Plus, um, he got fucking jacked for that music video. He, like, he's beef- looking pretty... I mean, in the Montero video, he's looking pretty good. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of pregnant fags... <laughs> Pete Buttigieg and Chesson having a little baby. Whatever. Do they have? They that? have twins. Yeah, oh. they get. They have. They, they have them. Do they adopt or? Uh, I think I. I actually don't know. Give me Look one second. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you have a keyboard, so you you can do that. But yeah, I someone posted like. Or they posted pictures to their social media um, of them with the babies. What? Let's see. NPR is probably speaks about this favorably. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. I hate this. Here's a, here's a tweet from Pete on September 4th. Chasen and I, is it Chasen? Chasen? I, don't I think care. it's Chasen. Don't care enough. Uh, Chasen and I are beyond thankful for all the kind wishes since we first started sharing news that we're becoming parents. We are delighted to welcome Penelope Rose and Joseph August Buttigieg to our family. Penelope Rose. Penelope and Joseph Rose. August. Joseph August. You know, Pete is like I have to name. I have to in some way give the namesake of like one of the Roman emperors to my kids. <laughs> fucking nerd. <clears throat> Whatever, Pete. Pete put a judge. How about this? Say trans rights. Or say gay rights. Yeah, like even, even say gay rights. Just say gay rights. That's say, not even controversial. Use use your platform to do anything because no serious person actually believed that you were going to win the election. So you could have said, I don't know, undetectable is untransmissible. Introduce straight people to some new ideas they've never fucking engaged like, with like before. Like prep. Talk about prep. Like, Talk about, like, literally, like... You lit- could have used this for any kind of good, and you just used it for your fucking disgusting, gross ambition, you fucking lab rat. Like, I hate this guy. <laughs> we don't like Pete <laughs> in no. this house. No, we are not. We are not. Uh, but chug. What a uh, horrible person to or what what a what a horrible like f- America's first glimpse at like a a, a candidate for president. Well, like right. dog shit politics, dog shit awful centrist corporate democrat bullshit. Well, just like sell your. Well, you didn't work Works for McKinsey or McKinsey. One of the, like, most evil consulting firms that exists. Like, just a, just a bad guy. Just one of those people that aren't good. Well, just like, uh, okay, so, like, uh, so yeah, you're like, you're, you're gay. Your personality was developed in a lab. Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, quoted as saying, if I could take a pill and not be gay, I'd do it. I don't know. I, I He would do it. He said that if he could take a pill and not be gay, he would take that pill. Wasn't that I the think same? He said, I think he said he'd do it in a heartbeat, but I'm not, I don't know. Don't quote was me it, on that. Wasn't, that, wasn't, wasn't he, he like that. at like a rally or something? Yes, and then he was at a, like, like a town hall. Like he like made eye contact with Chaston after that and then was like... Segued that into being like, thank God for my beautiful husband, Chaz. Yeah, some shit like that. But, but it's, it's just, just like, like, how do you? I would oh never. I would never. I would never just, ever. Like, I love being fucking gay. Yeah. Clearly, you don't. Like, just like well, an apologist. Yeah, totally apologizes for being gay whenever it comes up, or is apologetic about it. Just a just a fucking terrible guy. Yeah, well, like, okay, so this is, this is very, like, he's very, um, the, the, the type of people that vote for Pete are, like, the same people, or the, the, the kind of people that back Pete are the same people that are, like, listen, if you're, if you're wearing a jock strap at Pride, then you mm. can get hit by a car, and yeah. it's, like, um... It's the same narrative at like that being being pissed off that people are wearing jock straps or harnesses or whatever at pride 
is the same narrative that uh, it's like a very tired conservative line that is, is like, oh, think of, think of the children. What if, what if a kid saw an ass? Uh, the, the world would stop on a fucking, on its axis. Well, it's, it's like the people that, that like play into this idea that we, like what we are doing is something that needs to be behind closed doors. Right. Are people that are taking the bait on the whole issue of us like having rights in the first place. Absolutely. It's it's like they're taking sides with people. You'd be like, yeah, well, like we are abominations. Like uh, we are sexually depraved and children shouldn't be exposed to us. Like behaving in the way that we do is cause for shame. And let's try to act a little bit more like the straight people so that they accept us. And it's like, guess what, honey? Even if you uh, fucking save yourself for marriage and uh, have a white picket fence and 2.5 children, they're still going to think that you're a degenerate because you're a faggot. And that's all that that you'll be to them. The people that think that Pete Buttigieg and Chasson are deranged sexual deviants are going to think that about them and they're going to think that about you with a fist up your ass to your to the to that to that person's elbow right it doesn't they, matter they the, even if even if pete even if pete is not being upfront about his fucking like pup play those people are assuming that that shit is going on behind closed door doors anyway so you right. guys well because well they're just, just like they're it's it, like the people that have a problem with homosexuality uh, think that it's disgusting like they can't they think that it's just like a degenerate th- they think that you're like mentally ill like it's right. not right. it doesn't matter if you're pretend if you're cosplaying as a straight person right they still think that you're an abomination well, or and, to, and to buy into these these like ideas that that like you shouldn't be walking around at pride with your ass out or wearing leather or whatever is to agree and to uphold these systems of oppression that yeah. we have yeah. uh, against lose us right. yeah yeah no exactly it's <clears> like okay yeah like yeah, uh, like, we can celebrate pride, like, in the street, but, like, do we really need to be so in your face about it? And it's like, yeah, dude. Yep. Yeah, dude. We were fucking in sewers for hundreds of years because these motherfuckers were killing us. Yeah. Like, fuck. Like, it, it's fine. And they're still killing trans women, especially yes. black yes. trans women. Yes. So, like, um, it's not done. It doesn't matter that we can get married. Like, yeah, it's good that we can get married, but that shouldn't... That that, that should not be... The, the, it, it should not make anybody feel safe in this. Well, I'll say you have these queers that are like, um, listen, like, just because you're gay doesn't mean that, like, sex is the whole thing. And it's like, it's part it's of part it. It's part of it, it's, it's a huge And you don't have to have sex it. with anybody. You, you, you can find one person that you want to have sex with for the rest of your life, and that's cool. But when you start judging other people and saying that, oh, it's gross that you're out there just having as much sex as you want... Bitch, miss me with that. And however you want. (laughs) Like, I don't, like, I'm sexually liberated, and sexual liberation is a huge part of this. And, like, the the freedom to participate in that or not is is there for everyone. And you are, what you are doing is trying to oppress people. You're trying to say, we have to settle down or the straight people are going to take our rights away. 
No. You no, you like, playing you into, playing that, into idea that idea is how we lose rights. Absolutely. You playing into that is because you're like, no, they they're right. We're gross. Right, exactly. We're bad. It's your own internalized homophobia coming out in a really gross way against your brothers and sisters and that's stupid and you I don't have any Matthew time for McConaughey it. Matthew McConaughey and I'll be Sarah Jessica Parker <laughs> We or, have to figure out who's the girl. <laughs> or, um, wait, what's Goldie Hawn's daughter's name? The one that's in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Oh God. Kate Hudson. Yeah. That. The Fatletics bitch. Fatletics. You be, you be Matthew McConaughey and I'll be Kate Hudson and we'll, we'll have sex in missionary position with the lights off after we've both showered in between the sheets with a condom on. And then the straight people will see that we're then just as valuable and valid as they are. Right. Like, stop seeking validation from people who don't have anything for you, sis. It's sad. You know who's got stuff for you? Me. Yeah. Me. And this subscribe guy. to my OnlyFans. Yeah, like I got. Oh, <laughs> uh, excuse me. Subscribe to my just, subscribe to my just for fans. Subscribe to our fans. Patreon. Subscribe to the Patreon that is forthcoming and doesn't exist yet. I mean, it exists. Um, we just haven't got. The I mean, tiers. the website the exists. Tiers, we need to sort to it out. Set up. Yeah, we're still we're still working on it. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's episode three. The Patreon will be up soon. the The plan is for us to be releasing two episodes a week, and one of them will be for um, premium. Uh, yeah. Patreon subscribers, and the other one will, yeah. The other finish. one will stay free. So if you want double episodes a week, starting, I don't know, probably here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, the second episode's gonna start being premium, so enjoy them while you can now. There will also cheap. be, there will also be some like merch for you guys if you subscribe <laughs> to the Patreon, um, depending on what tier you've subscribed to. Anyway, we're, we're ironing. Ironing that out, but yeah, like, um... Anyway, these faggots are, have two kids now, and I could not care less. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Lawrence is pregnant. Yeah. She, or, allegedly. Alleg- um, has she not confirmed that? I, I don't know. I just saw the photo that somebody, like, posted of her wearing that, like, the, the floral overalls, and she was like, you know, I mean, good for her if she wants that. She really had a moment there in the like early 2010s when when everybody was like, I fucking love this bitch. Her and Zoe Deschanel. She, um, I am, I don't know, I I really don't have strong, a lot of strong feelings about her. She's fine. She's fine. She seems, uh, she comes across as like a genuine kind of chill girl in interviews. Yeah. Um, so that's she's cool. well. She's know. like. I mean, you, 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 like. You watch all of this like TV movie like, like interviews with people. On, right, they go to red carpets and they they're like blah 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 blah. And she's mm-hmm. just very. She seems very down to earth. Yeah. I think people relate to that. Or people yeah. did relate to that. She hasn't been in the public eye as much. Yeah. Well, she don't need to be. I mean, I'm sure she has enough money to just disappear at this oh, point. But. God. Just oh my god, you'll never see my ass again except for on the beaches of... I can't think of a beach. <laughs> I was trying to think of like a fancy You're going to go to like beach. Switzerland or like somewhere like that. You're going to be in like what it should like... Yeah. This man loves like a fucking <laughs> Nordic, Swedish <laughs> kind of like... I mean, I don't... Like, yeah, okay. Um... Yeah, that's not untrue, but I don't... I have sex with a large variety of men. Right, right, right. But, like, 
I mean, I like I like a I like a blonde bear. I like a I like a ginger bear. So yeah, I'm sure I would have have a good but time. I think then. it's like just a matter of being like attracted to. Yeah, like I like I like, dark... I, like uh, I mean like I'm blonde haired, blue eyes, like very pale skin, and I like guys with like dark hair, dark eyes, right. dark skin. So I like, like yeah, I'm I'm dark complexed and all of that. So I yeah probably probably an opposite attract situation. But like I'll, there, I I but... also like all different kind kind right. of guys. Like I'm not gonna turn down like a hot right a hot a super hot guy like of 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 any genetic makeup at all sure. like. like same. Call me crazy, but I want to fuck a hot guy that wants to fuck me. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> what else did I have to say about that? Oh, and a daddy. Like, that's that's not oh, my thing than anything Everybody else. loves a daddy. I think, yeah, probably everybody. God, can you imagine like being daddies. like, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember, or, like, we have the, that friend um, who when we were in Florida with them that one time he was like talking about how some guy that was like his age called him daddy and he was like no I'm not a daddy I want daddies and it's like you, you are a daddy though you are a daddy you are a daddy you're just because a you're a bottom doesn't mean you're not a daddy and bottom daddies are hot yeah he's, he's cute he's so hot um but yeah uh like I don't know I just don't want kids, really. I don't want to be a daddy. I mean, like a literal dad. I don't want to be a dad. Oh, I just, yeah. I, I, I am a. I am like early stages of daddy, I think. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't want kids either. But I don't hate kids, and I think it's weird to make part of, like, a main part of your personality. Like, it's okay if you don't like kids, but it's weird to be very, like, I hate, anti-kids. I hate kids. Like, it's fun, it's funny to make, like, the, like, an off, like, uh, kids kind of joke, but if, if hating kids is a large part of your personality, that's sus to me. <laughs> you know what else is sus? Um, like, uh, I, I am, um... I'm coming to the, and, and this is probably because I've I've been intaking some like media recently that was talking about this, like how militant like fucking liberal and in your face liberals are with things like abortion issues. Like yes. they're just like, um, like I don't think it serves the democratic agenda really to be like (laughs) well well like life um life life doesn't begin at this and this and this it like and then like kind of being like oh well it's just like a matter of of like this isn't really a heartbeat it's just like this and this and this happening because there is like an overall ethical issue with like ending ending of life which like i could what what's making me think of this is like uh i've been listening to red scare and mm. dasha and anna have been like they were talking about this in the episode and and like they were talking about how it doesn't really serve the democratic agenda for for them to like be like uh, so like in your face with the like Actually, abortion is awesome, and you should like abort. Where I'm like pro abortion, when when really it could like it would be better to just be like, yeah, this is like a gray area. But it is an ethical gray area for sure. I don't like. I'm totally like. I I think that you should be able to get an abortion like for how like I I 
pro choice, I guess. Yes. I am I am pro-choice. I am pro choice. I don't think abortion should be illegal. I think that's insane. Um, I don't think like the shit that's going on in Texas, just because that's where we live, I guess we can touch on a little bit. Um, the fucking like having to do it what is it before six weeks? Yeah. Like that's fucking insane. Well, you're like um, most women don't know that they're that pregnant. they're even pregnant. Yeah, before, before then, then, like before um, then. I don't know. I, I, I it's uh, but like yeah, it is an ethically gray area. Um, I think uh, abortion is healthcare. I think it should be free. Like all healthcare. I think the I think it should be rolled into universal healthcare. Well, um, if you if you give a fuck about abortion, you should give a fuck about abolishing the systems that make abortion necessary absolutely like talk to me talk to me about ending abortion when we have solved poverty because sometimes um abortion is the best solution for that person and i yeah i don't know i think it's i i think it is weird to be militantly i don't know i i really don't I, i i do sort of skew like uh lib on this where I'm like I don't I just don't see a problem with it I don't like I don't think that it's uh, a moral issue for for me I mean I, I can understand I, I can sort of like try to sympathize with the stance that like you're ending life because you are I guess ending a, a potential life but like it's not the same it's not the same thing as killing a Which, person like- I think, yeah, I mean, it is hyperbolic to say that abortion is the same thing as murder. Um, That's stupid. Uh, I I, I think if you, again, if you addressed the material conditions of having a baby, like if we we solved poverty and we had like a good system in place for... uh, say foster care or just like child care in general like then maybe you could say okay you have to have this baby but everything will be taken care of like the socioeconomic status of you and uh, by the transitive property this kid are not going to factor into this like it'll have a good life even if you don't want it uh or if you want to give it up for adoption or or whatever but like (laughs) If you fucking put a kid in foster care, like if you're saying, if you're telling a pregnant woman, hey, yeah, I know you really don't want to have this baby, but you have to, and then just, you know, put it into foster care, you're guaranteeing that that kid has a shitty fucked up life because the foster care system in this country is dog shit. And that's like, that's like common knowledge. Yeah, that's not, that's not a, if that's a, if you think that's a controversial opinion, um, you fucking stupid. Yeah, just, like, 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 like putting kids into the system is just bad. It's Everybody bad. Everybody knows it's it. bad. So, like, how is like, that? Sometimes how is that it's okay in spite of the whole how, thing, but how, it's a bad system. How is the stance of the right to just like make sure the baby gets born? Make and sure then... the baby is born, but then it's on its fucking own. I fuck that little baby after it comes out of the pussy because I don't give a fuck about it. Granted, you and I are like saying this is two men who right. are gay uh, and will never accidentally right. be in a situation where I don't like, I don't I, all of this is just like chit chat like I don't yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. men should even be a part of this conversation mm-hmm. like even if you are like the father of the potential person like I don't I don't, I don't care I don't care about that yeah <laughs> yeah like I'm a, I'm a, I think that women 
this shouldn't be like, like it's yeah I don't know it, it's a woman's issue and I, I think it affects everyone it affects society yeah because abortion is abortion should be legal like it just should be legal well this is all like um very like uh i don't know it's very like this is this is just a a topic that uh is used to divide the working class yeah absolutely at the end of the day it is a topic that is used to divide people that should be on the same team and i don't know we like i think people should be more willing to agree to disagree on this. Yeah. Um, it would it would help all of our best interests a lot. But that being said, if you feel strongly about abortion, um, don't get one, sis. And if you're a man that feels strongly about abortion, fucking get a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe take up jerking off. Yeah, which is also killing potentially thousands of people, of potential people. So let's talk about the ethics of that. Um, yeah, should we um, should we talk about Chrissy Carlson Romano's Oh YouTube? my God. <laughs> Do y'all know about Chris, Chris, Christy Carlson Romano's YouTube channel? Well, people have been like, it's been talked about on Twitter. It's bl- Yeah, it's blown up bit. on Twitter. I don't know if y'all listen to Twitter, but if you don't, you're probably better off. But, um, so, I, this has been trending on Twitter in the last couple days, I guess. Um, but her YouTube channel is bonkers. Uh, if you if you if you don't know her by her actual name, um, this is the... Disney girl, um, back in the 2000s, who uh, played Ren Stevens on Even Stevens. She was also the voice of Kim Possible. Um, <laughs> this is like, well, like, this first got onto our radar because we've been watching a lot of, like, Nick DiRomeo, like, YouTube, YouTube videos yeah, where he does, like... Good channel. Uh, what's his stuff called? Clip breakdown. Clip breakdown. Yeah. He he does this like clip breakdown YouTube so stuff, funny. which which we love. We Nick, love you, Nick. You come on the pod. We love you. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've been watching a lot of his stuff lately, and he in one of his videos was like talking about oh we it was the cadet the cadet Kelly yeah one well all that all that Nick said was that she had she had a big presence on YouTube now and to check that out and we were like what and we were like hmm interesting and then <laughs> um, like, like within the next twenty four hours yesterday uh, I saw. I, I think it was Ryan Powers it Instagram was, story it was Ryan and Powers. he had just like posted um like a screenshot of some of like of her of her YouTube channel and it is bleak. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Christy. I mean she's got come on the pod and talk about it. Christy, we'd love to have you to talk about what is going on <laughs> with these YouTube videos. Like I haven't even watched any of these, but the titles are so funny. So so and hilarious dark, and dark. very dark. Okay, um, get into it. <clears throat> so, um, <laughs> I don't. Okay, recent uploads. Um, the first one is my nine eleven story, which is like topical. Okay, I get it. Um, this, <laughs> the next one is how Katy Perry got my record deal. <laughs> 
These are these are all like ten minutes. We're long. gonna watch all of these. I'm gonna watch all of back. them, and yeah, we'll talk about it on the next episode probably. Okay, the next one: Why I don't have famous friends. <laughs> Christy, oh my god, <laughs> I'm gonna just keep going. What my celebrity bullies taught me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the next one is how I lost all my money. I want to know who her <laughs> celebrity bullies are. I want to know how she lost all her money. Well, we gotta watch all of Give these. me some of that. Um, why I don't talk to Shia LaBeouf. Am I irrelevant? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, girl. I mean, this, this video has one, uh, no, the why I don't talk to Shia LaBeouf video has 1.6 million views. And the am I irrelevant video has 189k. Um, so I don't know. You're kind of YouTube relevant at least. Um, why I ran away from Hollywood, the truth about the Disney channel. Um, I don't know if there are any more funny about this. She actually doesn't have that many, like, uh, like the most, maybe, maybe this is just a recent one. I don't know. She may have only started doing this like a month ago. No, this one says two years ago. Um, but yeah, that's <laughs> real. Real interesting titles for these videos. I'm excited to dive into them. Yeah, we'll let you guys know how that is. But it just, <laughs> oh god, it seems like it's gonna be something, something to. I something hope it's to juicy. They're only ten minutes long, but I mean, it seems like she's got a lot of energy and rage that she can pack into those minutes and really make them feel why substantial. I, why I'm actually happy that my baby died. <laughs> <laughs> Why my take on all this abortion stuff. What I learned from my mother sexually abusing me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh god. The best part of my sibling um, becoming the head of a terrorist organization. <laughs> and uh, why anyway. I stopped talking to my brother after he joined ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> and other things such as this. Um, but yeah, very, very, very funny. And Christy, any, what's any, going anyone, on? Anyone, anyone involved uh, with any of that? Ryan, um, <clears throat> Christy. Oh, I'd love to have Ryan on the podcast. I'm sure he, he would do it. Well, yeah, yeah. Love we love, we love his politics. There aren't a lot of people. And he's hot. God, he is so hot. Just like a <coughs> little furry, furry <coughs> thing. Well, you guys were supposed to, like, maybe film, right? We no, we were in Fort Lauderdale once, and we were talking about filming, but it didn't happen. I would love to shoot with him. Yeah, same. Um, he is a, he's a sexy motherfucker. <coughs> um, <coughs> dying. What is going on? Yeah. Um, All Stars 6 just wrapped. Yeah, it's done. God damn it. And we talked about it being done in the last episode. Yeah, um, it's done. Uh, Kyla Sonique won. Happy, happy. That's a, yeah. that's a good. good that's a, I really, I really just based on what I was seeing on social media, I really thought Raj O'Hare was gonna win, which would have been fine. <clears throat> it was. A, it, I, I mean, I like all of all of all of the top four was like. They were solid. Very. Um, it was a very competitive top four. Sure, we'll, we'll say that. Um, but yeah, um, Kylie. I, I. It was very nice to see Kylie come back, as because she is like the mo the farthest removed from the season. 
Because she was like off the radar for like a decade. Yeah. Before she came back from that for that yeah, Christmas special great. a few years oh, ago. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, she came back for that Christmas special a few years ago and she was like she looked fucking great and everybody was like, ooh, and then they brought her back from All Stars for All Stars and she was like she scooped it. She went. Yeah. Um I the other day, well, I mean recently, I don't know. And time is a flat circle, but the uh, so the when she falls, the infamous fall that everyone's seen and everyone loves during the lip sync, during the lip sync, yeah, yeah, the yeah. last lip sync. Um, I kind of tried to examine that video a, a little more closely and put my tinfoil hat on a little bit. Um, there is a distinct cut to RuPaul's reaction in between her like starting to fall and then finishing oh. falling. Oh, so I mean, pull that up if you want and look the at the gaggery. There's, there's a there is a gap between how, when she begins to fall, like she starts to fall, and it cuts to RuPaul being like, "Oh my god!" And then it cuts back to <gasps> Kylie doing the roll thing. Oh my god! Mm, I don't know it, what can what can be said other than did it really happen that way? Does, Who could say? QAnon, help us figure it out. What really happened? We need the we need the real Facebook mom sleuths on this one. <laughs> Jesus Lord. But I, no, yeah, it could. Did you notice that? No, no, no. I never, I never noticed that. Yeah. But, I well, mean, I was trying like, to like slow it down and like see where the feet placement were, and my results. I I have determined that it's it, it's inconclusive. I don't well, know. Well, it's like entirely know. possible. Which it's like, entirely possible. Every it's an, all of the seasons of that show are entirely <laughs> like. Super, 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 super duper produced. Oh yeah, like it's all it's it, everything is planned. I don't, I don't think that. I mean, like, yeah, that uh, reality TV is just that way. Yeah. Well, I uh, for me, I think that this was like one of the. It felt the least produced of any of the All Star seasons that I've seen, mm-hmm. um, except for maybe season one. <laughs> which kind of just was like a runaway train <laughs> congratulations so Chad Michaels on coming out on top of that dumpster fire <laughs> but, yeah did they give her a hundred million dollars you mean a hundred thousand thousand yeah. yeah they should give these girls a hundred million after <gasps> that contract we were, watching, <laughs> uh, we were watching a bussy queen video about the like contracts just that found out who like... that bitch was last night oh yeah bussy queen apparently really... a big big thing i, yeah, love, I hit the love subscribe it. Love button it. on that for sure love it love what you do come on the pod oh my god the um we we got into some some drag race internet <laughs> drama <laughs> last night well like the trinity the tuck Taylor, oh, yeah, uh, she devil by night stuff. Yeah, like, that's crazy. I, well, okay, so like obviously there's no way to prove, right? But that it's that fun to believe her, that she was. Doing which that. those of you who do not know, I would encourage you to don't don't interact with any of the drag queens. Yeah. On social media about yeah, this, but no. it's very just watch the Bussy Queen video yeah. on this. Give there's a really news. interesting Bussy Queen video. On Trinity the Tuck Taylor and the the She Devil by Night Reddit account, so there was this Reddit uh, Reddit user who 
it would seem identified as a trans a black trans woman and this is based on her use of emojis and she she did she uh say that she, said she was, was trans, trans a trans woman but like literally her entire reddit like um what how how do we say uh, like the entire history of of her Reddit of her usage Reddit was like all based on was all directed at Trinity about Trinity defending Trinity like she was a Trinity stan yeah um and it has been speculated that this account was actually Trinity the Chuck Taylor um, right which yeah I think I think I don't know it could be could not be it who who could say but it is fun to believe that she was. Doing that, like gassing herself up on Reddit. <laughs> Queer and on. Queer and on. Please Queer help on. us. You're our only hope. But uh, but yeah, we watched that, and then we also watched the video on Vixen and Monet Exchange, which I. God. You know what? I'm not even gonna get into yeah, that. I won't touch so it. Messy. I'm not gonna. Mm-mm. I'm not gonna. I will. I will not wade into that drama. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. add anybody because that shit was a mess. Yeah, that was a mess. Toe to tip. Um, um, but yeah, we also watched a video where he goes into what the um, contract that the contestants on the show have to sign um and that shit is buck wild yeah they have like oh god they the way that it locks them <clears> in is it's like for I, I, it, like it could potentially lock them in for like 20 years with like no pay increase oh yeah um, well, like probably he, and he made it clear like they probably wouldn't do that like pro- but like legally they could and also we're not lawyers and don't take any of this yeah he advice. was like it's a it's a it's a contract it's a contractual mm-hmm. possibility that they could right. like bring you back on for like 20 years with no pay increase they should like yeah. you also have like no rights to your own likeness or image yeah. or name or anything. Well, just yeah, I mean, like you could probably, I, I, th- I think the way that it read, like, you could obviously, like, sell merch and stuff or whatever, but, like, so can they, and they don't have to pay you for it. Yeah, Jesus. Well, um, they were talking about how Katya was trying to um, s- sell, like, some of that crisis control yeah, spray like that she did that on she season seven on the show as a product that she was advertising and they were like <clears throat> no and then they were selling it at yeah. drag con but yeah. yeah um yeah that shit's companies that shit's, they're uh, bad crazy well i mean you know rupaul and world of wonder got some money got some lawyers drafting this show they said yeah. we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna get got Right. Y'all are gonna yeah. get caught. Well, I think the and the only thing that is keeping them from like pursue because there have obviously been queens that have broken the NDAs and stuff that they agreed to, but Fifi O'Hara, Alaska, and was it Fifi? Willem? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't even know. But um, I think I, th- I think a really one of the really good points that he made is that um, the public backlash from actually trying to pursue like an insane some of the insane things that they legally could pursue in this contract um, would be so much... It would, be, it would be real bad because it's just, like, evil shit. Well, also, they would have to 
Well, didn't they say they would have to prove damages too? And it's like, oh yeah, it's specifically for some like specific part of the mm-hmm. for of the NDA breaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, if you, if you're interested in this, you should just go watch that video because yeah. it breaks it down better than we're doing right Bussy now. Queen, come on the podcast. Be on the pod. Yeah. You're so cute. Literally, literally, open call to anybody. If you're interested in being on the Listen, podcast, if whoever, you're, if just you're send me a DM. In, yeah, I don't care who you are. Let's get you on here and. Talking into the mic. We love we love chit chat. We yeah. love to chit chat. Um, we need content. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. It's episode three. We don't need content. We don't. We're. I mean, this we uh, like we're doing good. I'm just. I do. It'd be fun to get more people on here. Um. Yeah. I think that that's the main thing. Well, we want to get um, Bruce Hudson. Yes. On Bruce here. Hudson and his BF. Uh, Mike Roxo. Sparky Baxter. Sparky Baxter. <laughs> uh, for for future reference, um, guys, if if I see you at like a party or a bar or at a zoo, literally anywhere, if you see me out and I don't fucking remember your name or I don't remember that you're from Twitter, I my memory is actually dog shit. Yeah. It's like terrible um there was uh, a guy i won't say who it is but there was a guy at uh i was at daddy land um when i first moved to dallas and this guy that i had talked to on on twitter like several times came up to me and i was a little fucked up but he came right up to me and was like started talking to me and i was like where do i know you from and i could tell he was disappointed with just like twitter and i was just like Oh fuck! So I spent the whole rest of the night being like, "Hey, hey, hey! I remember you, and I will not forget you again." Um, but I also, still don't remember his name. I, no, I do. I know. I remember his name. I just didn't want to at him. I just didn't want to at him like on this topic. But um, it was that guy. Well, I remember. It was also really bad because at the same time I was like. He was with his boyfriend who we had met at another party and I was like, I remember exactly what your name is. I remember exactly where I met you. I remember exactly what we were talking about. I remember that it was your birthday and that's why we were at this party. And then he's with <laughs> he's with his boyfriend who I talked on Twitter. But like, it's easier for me to remember people that I've met in person than it is people on the internet. Yeah, I don't really, like, I, I sometimes don't recognize people from like Grindr or, or, uh, Twitter or whatever, like seeing them for the first time, unless we're like introduced and talk, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's who you are. Oh, I remember I that. Never one. remember a name. So, uh, we had this guy who we ended up being like pretty good friends with that used to live in St. Louis with us. Uh, that we okay, so Jack and I were at JJ's in St. Louis when it was still open. This is a few years ago, but we were there in this like big fucking hot beefy dude is there and he's like with this girl and we were there with one of our other friends but um we saw this guy and we were like oh fuck look at this fucking straight guy god he's so hot look how big he is blah 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 anyway we started drinking and we got to a place where we felt comfortable and i started talking to him and um turns out this man was not straight he was a big old bottom and we all three went home with him, and we all fucked him and bred his ass, <laughs> and he was super hot. Yeah. Anyway, we started being friends with him, and I remember 
that years prior to this, I had had a three-way with this man at his same apartment where we met with him or we went with him and bred him that night. We, um, yeah, I had met him and had a three-way with him like way before that, but it was before I was on prep. It was before I met Jack and I got over there and <laughs> it was a four-way actually. And the other two guys were fucking him. And, um, I like pulled out a condom and I started unwrapping it and everybody turned and looked at me like I was a, like I had three heads. They were like, <laughs> what the fuck is this fucking crazy ass person doing? It was cute. Delay the memory response. But yeah. All right. Well, there is our there is our episode for you guys. Um, thank you for tuning in. And uh, yeah, have a good weekend. Yeah, that's all, folks. Uh, we'll probably do an episode on Saturday because it's nine eleven. Um, oh boy. But yeah. Peace. Look forward to that. Peace. Peace. <laughs>